You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall. Welcome Wealth Builders to podcast number 53, Kill the Pesky Flies. Monthly bills are like annoying flies. Try to convert as many as you can to annual payments. The choice is yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. Utility bills, phone bill, cable bill, car note, and mortgage payments are examples of bills that are routinely paid on a monthly basis. However, some bills like insurance, memberships, subscriptions, and others can and should be paid annually. Not only is it usually cheaper to pay them annually, but it also takes the strain off of your monthly budget, especially auto and life insurance. This monthly draft often comes with a fee, making the cost of the insurance higher. Now, the good people over at The Motley Crew gave us this example. Say that your insurance company gives you two choices with your annual premium. You can either pay $1,150 in a single payment at the beginning of the period, or you can pay $100 per month for 12 months. When you run those numbers through the calculator, you'll find that you'll pay $50 more over the course of 12 months using the monthly payment figure than, than you would if you paid it all up front. The calculated annual percentage rate is 9.4%. Which means if you went and borrowed $1,150 for a year at 9.4%, the interest would be such that the monthly payments to pay off the loan in 12 months would be $100. If the interest rate is less than what you would pay on a credit card or other loan to pay the balance up front, then it makes sense to use the monthly method. If the rate is more than you'd pay from other financing, then you should borrow using the alternative financing source and make a single annual payment. Few people consider the fees and other charges of monthly installment payments with insurance and similar bills, but there's often a very real cost to using them. By knowing that cost, you'll be better able to decide whether paying them is worth it to you. So says the people over at The Motley Crew. In other words, when you pay monthly, you pay more. So consider paying it up front instead of paying it monthly. And if you are considering putting a plan in place to pay these bills annually, it is very important that you strictly maintain your cash reserves above and beyond the amount that you need to pull out to pay the premiums. Say that again. If you're considering putting a plan in place to pay these bills annually, it is important that you strictly maintain your cash reserves above and beyond the amount that you would need to pull out to pay the premiums. Not doing so will weaken your financial foundation and put you in a difficult position in the event 
of an unexpected emergency. And you know what we call that, Murphy's Law. We will discuss it further after this week's If You Don't Know, Now You Know. This week's question comes from Melba. Mr. Marshall, I have a question. When I hit the milestone age of 72, how can I reduce my taxable income? Hello, Melba, and thank you for that question. Yes, the magic age of 72. When the federal government makes you start pulling some money from your qualified retirement accounts in order to tax it. Well, Melba, the quick and fast answer is to reduce your expenses so that you can take the minimal income from your investments, thus reducing your taxes. However, it is easier said than done. So there are a few options you might consider. You can transfer your qualified retirement accounts to a Roth IRA, paying the taxes up front, and then after five years or age 59 and a half, you can start taking income from the Roth IRA income tax-free. This strategy only works if you have time to make up the tax payment through accumulation in the account. And of course, you have to have the financial wherewithal to pay the taxes up front. Example, if you convert $500,000 from a traditional IRA or 401k to a Roth IRA, the upfront tax would be approximately $100,000. And at an average annual rate of return of 7%, it would take you approximately three years to earn that money back. So consider that. Another course of action is to overfund an index universal life insurance policy. By overfunding, I mean putting in more than the required premium to maintain the coverage. As long as you stay below the modified endowment amount, and this is the amount that causes the policy to be taxed like an annuity, you will be able to pull funds out of the policy income tax-free. And you can do this because life insurance is taxed first in, first out. In other words, the IRS assumes that you're pulling out your money first, and these are dollars that have already been taxed. And after you've exhausted those funds, you switch to loans. And loans are not taxable. This is a very powerful way to supplement your retirement income. However, you need time to accumulate enough value in the account to support the withdrawals. Now, you can also consider another approach, which is not so glamorous. It's the non-glamorous use of tax-free municipal bonds to provide you with tax-free income. Municipal bonds are offered by state, county, and city municipalities, and can be federal, state, county, and city income tax-free. These bonds are used to raise money to pay for large projects such as bridges, roads, schools, municipal complexes, and sometimes sports stadiums and arenas. When you buy these bonds, you are loaning money to the municipality with the intention of receiving interest income from your loan or the bond. And then at maturity, the principal is returned to you. These interest payments or income is often triple tax-free to entice investors to buy the bonds. Since they tend to pay low interest rates, they need that added benefit. This approach requires the substantial balance, a substantial balance to generate reasonable income. For example, 
$1 million in a bond, a municipal bond, would generate approximately twenty dollars to $30,000 a year in tax-free income. So you need a lot of money to get a good income. So there are, those are a few strategies you can take to minimize your tax burden during retirement, but they all require prior thought and thorough planning to ensure a successful outcome. Thanks again for that question, Melba, and I hope this information was helpful to you and all my listeners. Now back to the matter at hand. One of the biggest ways to reduce your monthly expenses is to pay your real estate taxes and homeowners insurance by converting to annual pay instead of monthly pay. Instead of escrowing it through your mortgage payments, paying it as a separate bill will free up money on a monthly basis by reducing your premium. You can pay the taxes and insurance out of your savings and greatly reduce your monthly mortgage payment. Just keep in mind that taking this approach puts the responsibility on you to make those payments. So you have to make sure that you have the funds in your account to do so. And just like with everything else I talk about regarding building wealth and wealth building strategies, it all comes down to planning and execution. So write it down and get it done. I'm awesome, but I learned. I'm trying to share the wealth. My business trying to grow. So I'm going to need some help. I'm awesome, but I learned. I'm trying to share the wealth. See, in this game, it's kind of hard to do it by yourself. Today's definition is Roth IRAs. What is a Roth IRA? A Roth IRA is an individual retirement account that allows qualified withdrawals on a tax-free basis if certain conditions are satisfied. It was established in 1997 and named after William Roth, a former U.S. Senator from Delaware. Roth IRAs are similar to traditional IRAs with the biggest distinction between the two being how they're taxed. Roth IRAs are funded with after-tax dollars. This means that the contributions are not tax deductible. But once you start withdrawing funds, the money is tax-free. Conversely, traditional IRA deposits are generally made with pre-tax dollars. You usually get the tax deduction on your contributions and pay income taxes when you withdraw the money from the account during retirement. This and other key differences makes the the Roth IRA a better choice than traditional IRAs for some retirement savers. The key takeaways to remember about Roth IRAs is a Roth IRA is a special individual retirement account where you pay taxes on money going into your account and then all future withdrawals are tax free. Roth IRAs are best when you think your marginal taxes will be higher in retirement than they are right now. You can't contribute to a Roth IRA if you make too much money. In 2021, the limit for singles is $140,000. In 22, the limit is $144,000. For married couples, filing jointly, the limit is $208,214,000 in 2022. The deductible amount that you can contribute changes periodically. In 2021 and 2022, the contribution limit is $6,000 a year unless you are age 50 or older. Then you can do a catch-up deposit and do $7,000 per year into your Roth. Almost all brokerage firms 
both brick and mortar and online offer a Roth IRA. So do most banks and investment companies. So just remember, similar to other financial retirement plan accounts, the money invested within the Roth IRA grows tax-free. However, a Roth IRA is less restrictive than other accounts. The account holder can maintain the Roth IRA indefinitely and there is no required minimum distributions. So when you reach age 72, you do not have to pull money out. And that's unlike what you have with the 401k and the traditional IRA. There you have it. Now you know what a Roth IRA is. And until next time, keep building wealth. Peace. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. I know you can. I teach you how to save. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to save. Your bank account will be filling out with them dividends. So I teach you how to save. Rule number one: If it ain't making money, you ain't making sense.